thank you for joining us on Rama for Today. Now, as a younger minister, and of course, I've been in the ministry now for 66, I've completed 66 years, I'm in my 67th year. But as a youngster, young minister, I'd listen to the older ministers. I mean, you can gain a lot of knowledge. They may not know one single thing about faith, but there's a lot of other things they can help you with. Stay open. Praise God. Amen. And I'd listen to them and give heed to what they said. From the many things from the natural standpoint. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan wraps up his teaching on the Spirit-filled life. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. We made mention a little earlier about the early church when the apostles said, Look ye out seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, to point over these, uh, this business. Now notice what the scripture said. And the saying pleased the whole multitude. Well, I know they had at least 8,220 members because on the day of Pentecost, there's 120 filled with the Holy Ghost. Then on one occasion, there were 5,000 that were saved and another occasion, there were 3,000. And then the Lord added daily to the church. So I know there's a minimum of 8,000 200 members, and the preacher said something that pleased every single one of them. <laughs> Didn't it? They must have been filled with the Holy Ghost. They must have been full of the Holy Ghost. When you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you're not so hard to please. And if somebody said something, or the preacher said something that you didn't understand, you don't let it bother you. Amen. I was sitting in a meeting one time, and a minister was speaking. And you know, you'd have a tendency, if, you, if you're mind to do it, to think, well, he's, he's throwing off on you because he had a slight remark to say about the so-called faith message. Well, momentarily, your flesh wants to respond to that. But the Bible teaches us to keep the flesh under. So I just kept the flesh under and said, Lord, bless him. I, I'm sure if I talked to him, he, he really didn't mean that the way it sounded. And so I kept my ears open. And in about 10 minutes, a Bible question or subject that I'd been studying, I guess, for 25 years and couldn't find the answer, he gave me the answer. What if I'd shut him off because he didn't go, you'd say, well, he don't go with his faith, then I'll just close the door on him. Amen. I said, amen. amen. Now, as a younger minister, and of course, I've been in the ministry now, for 66, I've completed 66 years. I'm in my 67th year. But as a youngster, young minister, I'd listen to the older ministers. I mean, you can gain a lot of knowledge. They may not know one single thing about faith, but there's a lot of other things they can help you with. Stay open. Praise God. Amen. And I'd listen to them and give heed to what they said from the many things from the natural standpoint. For instance, one minister said to me, he was only 55 at the time, but he said to me, he started preaching when he was 17. I started preaching when I was 17. He was a Nazarene minister to begin with. Then he got baptized the Holy Ghost, speaking with tongue, became a Pentecostal minister. Didn't marry until he was 32 years old. He said, I was preaching. Those days, the country was full of people. Meetings out in the country, Brush Arbor meetings, open air meetings, no PA systems. 
shouting at the top of his voice to make men hear it. Then both Nazarene and Pentecostals would have altar service. They'd come around the altar. And he said, we'd pray out loud, you know, till midnight. And out there in the country, there are no hotels or motels. You stay with some of the farmers. Farmers get up early. I felt like if I didn't get up early, they'd think I was lazy. So I got, I, I got up early like they did. Didn't get adequate rest. Wore himself out physically. Got up one morning and couldn't talk. Now he could talk in a whisper, but if he lifted his voice, just shut up. Well, how's a preacher? He said he had no vocation. He had married, and now his wife, they agreed when they did get married, because of his age, they'd start their family immediately. She's pregnant with their first child. He has no vocation. He's been a preacher since he's 17. No income, can't preach. What's he going to do? He said, you know, there's Pentecostal. They just endeavored to believe God and pray. He got no better fast. Finally, he said, his wife said, I think you owe it to me and to the unborn child. At least go find out what's wrong with you. Maybe we'd know how to exercise our faith then. So he went and had a physical examination. The doctor said to him, from the standpoint of disease or sickness, nothing wrong with you, but you're one of the most worn out people I've ever seen. Fatigued, just wore, wore himself out. He said, you wore your voice box out. It'll take two years for it to recover. And so he said, in those days, you could take a six-week course in barber, and he became a barber. Now, see, he could talk to someone, you know, just quietly right there by them. And he even taught a small Sunday school class. They just sat down, there's six or eight people around him. But if he lifted his voice, cut off. Two years before he got his voice back. He said, I learned one thing to me. That's just a youngster, just a teenager in the ministry. He said, I learned to rest. Now, when you're in meetings, always rest at least an hour every afternoon. I've followed that practice all these years. Still a-going at 85, practically. Amen? Praise God. Another minister told me primarily the same thing, an older minister. Now, neither one of those ministers, because I know I talked to them, knew a thing in the world about faith or the faith message. But... <clears throat> Uh, he said to me, this other older minister, in fact, he was conducting me a meeting. Uh, he was 60 some odd years of age. And he said, I, I, uh, he, he likewise was Nazarene to begin with, then got baptized the Holy Ghost, became Pentecostal, praying, you know, preaching without a PA system, just wore his voice out, praying in the altar. He said, we didn't think God would hear us unless we shouted at the top of our voice. He said, we'd gather at the church, you know, in the afternoon, pray for the meeting, pray for an hour or two. You know, at the top of your voice, hollering as loud as you could holler, get up and preach, till he just wore his voice out almost. He said, to my utter astonishment, I found that I could just, you know, take a little, I always carried cotton along with me. And we had no air conditioning back in those depression days. He said, I'd take this cotton, set it out under the shade of a tree, and just lie there and quietly pray to myself and have the greatest anointing, the strongest anointing I ever had in my life. But you see, it's good advice. Praise God. Another minister, and you ministers listen to these things. I mean, they'll help you in life. Be sure you get adequate rest. The body is not immortal. It's still a mortal body. Amen? Secondly, another pastor, older man, said to me, Brother Kenneth, never receive an offering with people standing up. Always have them to sit down you'll get twice as much money. Well, we preachers and pastors were certainly interested in getting twice as much money. I tried that out. I'm talking about natural advice. Spiritual advice is good. 
But we need, we're living in the natural as well as the spiritual. We live in both worlds, don't we? I tried that out. I got, I got twice as much money. It's difficult people standing up to get money and put in there, they're standing up, let them sit down. You can't write a check out standing up anyhow. Let people sit down, you pastors. Don't, have, don't, don't leave them standing up to receive. Secondly, minister said to me, an older minister said, Brother Kenneth said, never give an altar call for people to come to be saved with people standing up. Let them sit down. I tried that out. I found out I'd get twice as many people to come to the altar. Amen. You say, why? I don't know, but it just worked. So if it worked for me, it'd probably work for you as well. Amen. Thank God. Well, practical advice helps us and we can learn from one another. Submitting yourself to one another, listening to one another. That's submitting. I listen to those older ministers. Praise God. Now, they were spiritual aspects that helped us immeasurably. I think one thing that, that helped us, <clears throat> I pastored for about 12 years. And one thing that helped us, and then after I left my church on the field holding meetings, same thing happened. But we ministered sometimes because we had no day services, only night services. After a while, I on the field began to day serve. But we'd set up sometimes all night long and discuss scriptures. Because we can sleep all day tomorrow if we want to because we don't have anything till night service. See. And many a time, I know when Ken was just a little fellow. I mean, he hadn't even started school yet. You don't start school, you see, till you're six years old in his day in the first grade. But I mean, four and five years old, he had set up and listened. He wouldn't wink, bat an eye. Set up and listen to we older preachers. I mean, nearly all night long. Many a night. Many a night. See, he started sitting on the platform when he was 19 months old. Because Pat was born. We had no nursery. We just got a one-room auditorium. And Pat, so my wife had the baby. What are you going to do with the 19-year? I took him to the platform with me. Set him there on the pew. Then we, we, before he started the school in the first grade, we were holding revival meetings all across Texas. And, and you know, five years old, four, five years old. And, and people would say, that'd be the same thing I've ever seen in my life. How that boy sat there, he never moves. He follows you just with his eyes, he never moves. He sat there, no matter how long, we'd have some long services. <laughs> Amen, those days. Uh, praise God. Well, he is trained to do that. He started doing that when he's 19 months old. Amen. Praise God forevermore. But as I started to tell you, we ministers, I think that's one thing kept us straight, kept us from getting off into false things. Now, if something new, something, you know, f comes up, you know, and folks got this supposedly new revelation, we would discuss it. Now, We'd take a subject, I'd take one side of the subject, the, the minister would take the other side to discuss it, to debate. Then the next night, I'd take his side, he'd take my side. And, and you're, you're, you're speaking and debating for something that actually you don't really believe. But you're taking the same arguments that these other folks, and he takes his. But see, it helped us to see what's right. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer, the Get to Know the Holy Spirit Package. 
This package consists of four CDs by Ken Hagen entitled The Person of the Holy Spirit. The next resource is the package of Reverend Kenneth E. Hagen's study guide entitled The Holy Spirit and His Gifts Study Course. Last but not least, Kenneth E. Hagen's CD, The Glory of God. These great resources are at the special price of $34.95. That's $16 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. You know, it's a busy fall because November the 2nd through the 4th is your men's conference. conference. It's going to be great. That's right. You know, we just finished the women's conference. Yes. And now you'll have a men's conference uh, November the 2nd through the 4th. It's going to be a great time yeah, for it's, men. It's, it, starts, it starts there on Thursday night. Yes. And I speak on Thursday night. And then uh, on uh, Friday morning, David Kramer will be speaking. And Mar- Marcus Martinez will be speaking on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Then Craig will be speaking on, on Saturday morning. And then when he finishes, then we have a we have a communion service that is just great. It's oh, a fantastic. Yes. It's it's the highlight highlight of the of the whole thing. There's workshop, panel discussion, giveaways. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, just come and, and it, you know after the after the night services, mm-hmm. they go over to the gym and they just kick back and relax fellowship. and have a fellowship and a lot of. As my dad used to say, if you miss it, you're going to miss half of your life. Monday, Ken Hagen will start a new teaching that you will not want to miss. That's Monday on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.